Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Bienvenidos! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back in to episode 104 of What the Howl. I'm Jared Boggus. I am joined by my co-host, Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And the one, the only producer, Bryant Gray. How's it going, Jared? It's going. Wolves Athletics is back, baby. I just would like everyone to know that Jared's wife majored in Spanish. And so uh, because of that, he, he learned a lot of Spanish over the years. So he's he, he's not a full-fledged translator, but he's, he's close. Well, Bienvenidos is published on every wall of every Mexican restaurant anywhere. So That's a good point. I, I just knew what that meant. But yes, you're right. My wife is a... Bilingual. Me duele la cabeza. His head hurts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like you said, I am a translator. But anyway, we're here to talk Wolves Athletics. We are back. We had a handful of games last week. Not quite a handful, but, you know, rounding up. Uh, and we'll talk about all that. We've got uh, soccer recaps, volleyball recaps, and we'll talk what's going on this week, including the return of Wolves football and Wolves cross country coming up this week. Uh, before we get started, though, we do want to mention the uh, crowdfunding campaign we got going on right now. The uh, chasing excellence, chasing back excellence, to the pack. crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've uh, I have been very impressed with uh, our teams and the way they're sharing that and uh, raising money. And shout out to all those who have donated to the crowdfunding. Such a, an amazing uh, response that we've had from our fan base on this so far, and uh, and the support that we're receiving is is just phenomenal. We're we're well over fifty percent of the way there. Um, and we're not even 50, 50% of the way done. So yeah. that's the exciting part. Yeah, it's up till September 30th. There's links on the website if you want to go be part of that um, and give back to the Wolves. You can choose any program that you want. You can give directly to that program and make a difference in these student-athletes' lives. Um, so, again, shout-out to those who have given, and if you would like to be a part of it, uwgathletics.com. We've got links on there for you. Let's jump into the recap. For the first time since May, we've got some – some action to recap and talk about. Oh, good stuff this weekend. Good stuff. Yeah, I tweeted on Friday night. I was like, we lost our volleyball game. And I was like, this may sound really weird to some people. But it felt so good to sit behind a computer and watch our student athletes compete. Uh, like I said, we came up short, but, man, it felt good. It felt natural Yeah, for I me agree. to sit there and watch. It was like, oh, I don't remember how to do this. It's kind of like riding a bike. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, shout out to you for uh, purchasing Box Out. It's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Um, but, yeah. Good well, stuff. A, for what Jared's talking about is box out sports. Those are the that's the graphics that we're using. And uh, if you wa- if you w- paid attention on social media, I actually had several people reach out to me this weekend and say they were really really impressed with the way the graphics looked and the things that were uh, on how we were covering uh, the wolves, both soccer and volleyball. So that's gonna yeah absolutely. That's 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 for Jared. Jared, Jared and the and the team they did a fantastic job of covering everybody and making sure that, that graphics are going out and and uh, and and we and, but we hit all areas too. We hit we hit uh, Facebook, the Twitters. We were rolling. We hit the Instagrams and even the UWG Game Day Experience app. Well, that was all you. Uh, I don't know about that. No, somebody may have pitched in, but it wasn't me. <laughs> so all right, let's start it with soccer, uh, Bryant. Let's let's talk about Wolf Soccer. Jared, let me just take you on a ride, just like the Wolves took Clayton State on a ride. Okay. They took over Morro, Georgia, went down there and put it to them, won 2-0. Lauren O'Neill with an early eight-minute goal, and then Hillary Resendez with a free kick 58th-minute goal. It's all we needed to secure the dub. 
CSU only got five shots on goal all game. That's pretty good. We got a really good defense coming back. Kenna Kay, you've never heard that name before. She's a freshman, made her first career start, put up four shots. Did she start? Impressive. She did start. Oh, okay. I think. I didn't remember her starting. I think she started. I don't think she started. She still put up four shots on goal, whether <laughs> she started or not. <laughs> Haley Brinkman in the goal. Returner pitches a shutout. Walter Johnson? Nope, not really. 19 Wolves saw action in the contest. That's got to be close to a school record. And we've started 1-0 for the first time since 2019. Jared, what do you think about that? Did you rehearse that in the mirror this morning? No. That was all me. I'm I'm telling you what, Jared, it, our, our our boys growing up. It's it, it's is. so exciting to see because he is now it, the the voice inflection and the and the excitement in the voice. He's somewhere between his old self and Dick Vital. Yeah, he's getting he's yeah. getting there. I he, agree. I'm proud of you. Proud. He, uh, of you. That was I, fantastic. That was a fantastic. I uh, think what the kids say now is uh, he's got drip. He brought a lot of drip right there. Absolutely. I think that was dope. Oh, we're good. He is so yeet. We crossed the line there. <laughs> he is so yeet. I'm telling you. <laughs> you just throwing out <laughs> What is going on? Yeah, uh, Wolf Soccer, Lauren O'Neill's goal in the eighth minute was spectacular. An absolute worldie. Yeah. Oh, probably yeah. what Stacey Balaam said. Yeah. yeah. Nice nice caption on IG. Like I that? saw that. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. pass by Cassidy Thomas. Yes, it was. It was, was a very was. good pass. Um, and Hillary, you talk about Hillary's goal, the free kick goal. I have been covering Wolf Soccer since 2013. I can't remember us scoring on a free kick like that in a while. Oh, we scored. Oh, okay. So yeah, how far kick. out? Uh, right, right outside, right outside the, box. the box. Yeah. Right outside the box. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, That's fantastic. Like I said, corner. I'm sure I'm missing one that we may have scored, but I can't remember one in the past couple of years. So. The last one I can remember is Carrie Powell. I remember the name. I watched her play for like a year, maybe. Yeah. I, I remember Carrie Powell had, had, had one off of a free kick, but I don't remember many at, yeah. since then. So, yeah. Yeah. Good, I, good was start. Was even though. out of middle school when she played? Was that now? Uh, that? I believe she finished at fourteen. Yeah. So I was in ninth grade. Nice. Ninth grade. Nice. Fresh faced, as they say. Yeah. Fresh face. PBG with a fresh face. How about old Stacy Balaam getting her getting the squad ready to play? She had them ready. That's for sure. They were that. That's that. That's exciting to come out two nothing. You know, right out of the gate. That's pretty awesome. Two straight wins over Clayton State. Of course, we beat them 4-0 here last year in a torrential downpour. Um, so, hey, I like where we're at right now. Let's talk about volleyball. Went 1-2 and two on the weekend in Due West, South Carolina, the smallest college town in America. I, um, I stand by that fact. I don't know if it's true, but... Smaller than Scuba, Mississippi? <sighs> That's not a real college, I don't think. They're technically a college. <laughs> You're right. But Due West, South Carolina, tiny town. Uh, Erskine College there, and they were hosting the Erskine Invitational. Game one against Francis Mary, and we lost a four-set match. Very close competitive match. Um, Zoe LeBrich, her UWG debut, team-high 14 kills. That's good to see. Uh, Hannah Spini debuted in that one with 37 assists, I believe. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, but like I said, lost that one. Tough loss, really. It, w- it was um, very competitive. 0-1 start to the season. But then in game two the next morning, a 9 a.m. match, uh, we roll out against Young Harris and an absolute marathon. Yeah. Set one, 30-28. to 30-28. to 30-28. to 28, And we had two set points in that set and couldn't close it out, let them back in, and they uh, they got the win 
in the first set. And then we rolled in sets two and three, 25-19, 25-15. And I'm like, yep, we're about to finish this thing out in four. Right, right. I'm going to drink another cup of coffee and then watch a little football later. Um, but no, Young Harris had different plans. They won the fourth set, sent us to the fifth. And the fifth set was pretty epic. We were down early. Um, I remember an 11-9 to score we were down. And then we go on a run, five straight points to get to 14-11. and I'm thinking, all right. Let's put this away. Here comes Young Harris. It's tied again, 14-14. And then at that point, we were able to score two straight points to end the fifth set, win the match. Uh, three in double figures and kills in that one. Labresh again with 15. Caitlin Frazee had 13. Emily Harris had 12. And then 46 assists from Hannah Spini in that one. And I've said this on this podcast before. I am not a volleyball guy. Um, you've covered volleyball. Now we've given that to Captain Darrell. Um, but 46 assists seems like a lot. 46 is a lot. I, I would say I think the record is, uh, for a single match is somewhere in the 60s area, 60 wow. to 62, something like that. So 46 is – once you get to 46, you're getting up there. Um, generally speaking, you want to go um, between 9 and 11 uh, per set, uh, assist per set. That's where, that's where that's a sweet spot there. So um, 46 is, is uh, a very good thing, but uh, – Two straight games of 14 and 15 kills from LeBrush. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah, and she had an off game in game three, but she had ended the weekend with 35 kills, which was second on the team over the weekend, but she had the highest um, hitting percentage of those with at least 30 kills. And all three of those we just mentioned, Zoe, Caitlin, and Emily, all with 30 kills or more on the weekend. Um, but then that game three versus Erskine, we lost the first two sets 25 to 19, won the third 25 to 17, and then lost the third again 25 19. I want somebody to look up when the last time we lost, and each set we lost was the exact same score. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why that would be cool to find out, but I just think it would be. I've got to say that's probably never happened. I mean, that's a bold statement. If we're in the history of our university, do you think that's happened more than once? I don't know. Well, I think. It's very unlikely that we have ever lost a set three times in a row, 25-19. I think it's very unlikely. Yeah, maybe 25-19, but what about 25-20? That's not what you said. You said when I just said the same score. Like, all three losses were the same score. Oh. See, now that might be different. Yeah. I don't care what the score is. 25-4. Okay. to four. I thought you meant... 25-19. Can no, we not no. lose 25-4, to four, please? <laughs> yeah. The, the reason that's fresh in my mind is... Uh, Brian Henry, the SID at West Florida, sends me a random picture yesterday and says, this happened in our tournament. They beat Lees McCray 3-0. to zero. They won first set 25-4, to four, the second set 25-3, to three, and then I think they played students in the third set and was actually competitive, but it took 54 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was 25-4. 54 minutes. Yeah. Instead of your two and a half hour. Instead of two and a half hours on Saturday, yeah, they played in 54 minutes. But anyway, this is not a West Florida podcast, so we – Keep no. going. Um, but, yeah, uh, disappointing to say, I mean, to be one and two, but that's a competitive tournament. It was competitive last year. I remember we went five sets with Erskine last year. We're playing on their home floor um, in that third game. So one and two, but I like where we're at. I like this team. I think we've got a lot of talent, and I think we will be just fine come Gulf South Conference play. There's a lot of new faces on the team, a lot of, a lot of um, new faces on the roster. Um, make sure you're going to uwgathletics.com and, and checking out the roster so you can get to know everybody before September 6th in our opener um, at home. But there's got to be some, some kind of continuity that's built between the hitters and the setter, and that can only happen really in, in actual play. They, you can do as much as you can in practice, but they, they've, they've got to play a little bit together and, and – uh, 
and get that camaraderie and get that um get that timing down that that's a that's key and uh and you know we hit one i think we hit 174 in the last match um and the, uh, on the weekend 174 is not terrible but it's not great you want to be above 20 percent um on your on your hitting percentages and uh but um it's a step in the right direction yeah and the last note for for me on uh, on volleyball for the weekend, Sydney Blackman had 61 digs on the weekend, which uh, led the Wolves, and it is currently second in the Gulf South Conference in digs per set, 4.69. So, just something to watch. I believe she led the league in that. Was she second last she year? She was second okay. last year as well. So, something to watch for sure as we continue going through the 2022 season. Anything else? Anything above four digs per set is uh, you're doing really, really well. So, uh, see, uh, that's why we we keep him around yeah. because he exactly. I'm still hung up on this. 46 assists from Spini. Could you explain, not for me, because obviously I know what assists mean in volleyball, sure. but for the people at home who may not be familiar with volleyball, could you explain what an assist is in volleyball? Are you basically asking for a friend? Yeah, for for a friend. <laughs> asking for a friend. Okay, so an assist in volleyball is is when a when a player uh, when a player makes a pass that leads to a kill. And in generally speaking, in in the statistical realm, it needs to be an, an intentional pass uh, for it to be a for it to be an actual assist. Um, like, for instance, if the if the libero receives the receives the serve, and the ball goes up near the net, and the, and the middle goes up and just pounds it down, that's not that's not necessarily going to be an assist. Depends on if it looks like a, an actual play or not. So it comes down to the intent. Correct. If yeah. you were just defensively digging it to keep it alive, you're not going to get an assist for that. Correct. It's good to know. So, so it's similar to assists in other sports. That's what I thought. Right. Thank you for uh, explaining that to my friend. I appreciate it. Well, you're the, 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 you're supposed to actually have <laughs> you're supposed to actually have a set for every assist, but that's never going to happen because there are times where you're going to serve to the other team, they're going to dig it up, and it's going to come over, and then somebody's going to pound it down. It's that, that's just you know when that happens, goes. you say over. Yeah. To the inputter. You say over to the inputter. Yeah. And then yep. you would just say kill 12. Yep. I just threw a random number. Exactly. Out. That was a lesson yeah. for uh, Brian Derricott, who's going to be calling volleyball. I was just teaching him a little something, something. Hope, hopefully, Brian's listening today. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Let's move along. You know what time it is. We have not done this in forever. Someone to howl about. I think the last someone to howl about was like May. It was. Because we didn't do it last time when we came back from our summer break, our little vacay. That's true, because I was going to howl out you. Oh, don't do that. Um, why don't you kick us off, though, PBG? PBG. Ooh. Well, I can't pick a baseball player because they're not in the season. <laughs> you could. That was a common theme in the spring. Uh, you could pick Dom Murgo. He had a great summer. <laughs> That's true. He did. Uh, I'm going to go with a soccer player. Please comment on my British accent. Help me get it better. I'll uh I'll go yeah. with Lauren O'Neill scoring the inaugural 2022 goal for like the Wolves. It. it was an impressive goal. Go to UWG Soccer on Twitter, yeah. and give it a watch. It was great, and uh, she she flies around the field. She does. I think she played all 90 or close to it. Yeah, yeah. Just like she did last year. Her and Janet Hartman. I swear, Janet Hartman. When you'll see the ball and a defender or an opposing player on the ball, and then. Three just flashes right up there. It's yeah. like it's ridiculous. I don't know how she does it. She run, she once ran nine miles in a match. I don't know. I, I believe it because and she always sprints. Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Even in the eighty fifth minute when she's been running for eighty four minutes. Anyway, Lauren O'Neill, Howlin' for you. 
Matt, you're up. So I'm going to go with somebody we hadn't really talked about today. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a person who had 37 digs on the weekend and became the seventh player all time to, to reach 1,000 digs for her career. I know. And that is Emily Harris. Yes. They call her grandmama, I think, or something like that. <laughs> It was literally on on the Instagram. It was on the yeah. Great job by Sydney Blackman to on the Instagram takeover the other day. She uh, the volleyball team took it over. Um, We got to see what everybody's game hair looks like. That was that was pretty amazing. Um, But she did a fantastic job. And one of the things that when they showed Emily Harris, they they said grandmama or something like that, grandmother or grandma grandma or something. So because she's been around for a while, Uh, but. She uh, she became the seventh player in all in school history to uh, eclipse one thousand digs. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, my someone to howl about. I'm going to stick with volleyball and another one we haven't talked about. But what's really key in the win over Young Harris and that's Kelly Kaiser. She had six aces in that match. And when we were we were down, I don't remember what set it was, but she was she had a an ace and then Zoe had a kill and then she followed that up with another ace. And that kind of flipped the script of that set. I want to say it was the third the third set, but don't quote me on that. But six service aces, again, not the volleyball guy. No, that's I was filling that's in. That's, that's that big. seems like a lot in yeah. a match. Oh, that's definitely a really a, a really good number. Um and uh and she had she was one of our best servers last year as a true freshman. So that makes sense. So uh exciting to see that she's continuing that and uh and getting better. All right. So we've got Lauren O'Neill from PBG. Matt went with Emily Harris and mine was Kelly Kaiser. This house for you. And as that how fades out, we will jump into a preview for this week. Uh, we'll start it with the first event we'll have and one that a lot of people are looking forward to. Thursday night at Raylanville University Stadium, the Wolves hosting Carson Newman for game one of the 2022 season. Uh, depending on what poll you're looking at, you're looking at either a top 10 team to start the year, the D2 football poll, right? We're number 10, and then I think 12th in the AFCA the poll. AFCA, yep. um, so either way, nationally ranked Wolves hosting Carson Newman. Um, first time ever in Carrollton um, that this series is taking place in the seventh overall meeting. Last year, we went up there and won for the first time in school history, 45-7, an absolute beatdown. Yeah, and it's not the first time that we've played them in Georgia. We played no. uh, twice in Rome. That's correct. They used to host a Thursday night uh, classic in Rome because they have a lot of alums in, in the Rome area. And uh, and so we went up there two years in a row and played them. And uh, they were actually really good games, but uh, we didn't come out on the winning side. The first three games of the all-time series were all NCAA playoff games in Jefferson City. Yep. Um, and we lost all of those, and then the two games in Rome, and then last year the, the sixth meeting between West Georgia and Carson Newman finally came away on top, 45-7, hoping for a repeat of that this year. Um, a lot going on Thursday, though. 7 o'clock kickoff, Youth and Community Day. Uh, going to be a lot of tailgating going on. Yeah. Yeah, Youth and Community Day going to be a, a, a great time uh, on uh, Thursday evening. We've got we've got messages out to all the rec departments around the area. I've been hearing from uh, from my sources that there's there's uh, several teams that are going to you know forego practice on the evening and potentially come out to the to the game and uh, and it's going to be great. You'll get to see them run through. Uh, they're going to lead the team out of the tunnel, so that's going to be a really cool thing. Uh, that I'm I'm excited about the the opportunity to have all these kids in the stadium. Yeah, that'll be really cool to watch the team uh, or watch those kids run the team out onto the field at Rayland Field to open the season. Um, 
if you're not going to be able to make it, we hope you're able to make it out Thursday night. But if you're not, you can watch live on Flow Sports with a subscription or um, you can listen live, KISS 102.7. We've also going to be, you know, have all kind of updates on social media. So you can almost feel like you're there, even if you can't be. Uh, tune in on the radio, tune in on Flow Sports or on social media. But, man, it's going to be a good time Thursday night. Three West Georgia alums are going to be are going to be on the call for that. We're excited about them. We we talked about them last week. Matt Skinner is going to be on the play by play. Willie Candler on the on the uh, the color, and then Cade Perry will be on the field. So, uh, really good team. We're excited about what they're going to do this year on the radio, and uh, look forward to listening to them. Uh, just one item of note, if you are coming to the game, there are no cash transactions at the gate, so you'll have to purchase your tickets in advance, uwgathletics.com slash tickets. Download the Hometown Fan app. You can purchase those tickets. They'll be on your phone. Just walk up, and we'll scan it from your mobile device, and you will be in the gate ready to cheer on the Wolves against Carson Newman this Thursday, 7 o'clock, Rayland Field at University Stadium. Just like going to the Braves game. It it, it looks very, very similar. Uh, it All you got to do, go in. Hit tickets, click on your tickets, and there you go. There they are. You're ready to rock and roll. Um, another sport beginning their season on Friday, that's cross country over in Oxford, Alabama. Foothills Invitational, I believe that's at Chakalaku Park, um, which is always fun to say. But men's and women's cross country getting their seasons underway there. I believe that is hosted by Jacksonville State. So a pretty good field to run against. So be sure to check uwgathletics.com for times and score or recap from that. Meet on Friday night. Yeah, and volleyball continues their games away from the Coliseum to begin the year. They go all the way to West Virginia, I believe, to the Concord Invitational, and they start with Bluefield State at 10 a.m. on Friday, and then at 2 p.m., California University of Pennsylvania. The Vulcans, I believe, is their nickname. At 2 p.m., first serve for that one. Of course, it's tournament play, so that 2 p.m., first serve can turn into four really quick. Well, they're going up to the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the sea. Taking me home? Country roads? Yeah, I think so. To the place I belong. <laughs> very nice. Very nice use there. All right, soccer? Where are they going this weekend? They're traveling to Daytona Beach, Florida, not for the 500, but to play two games of soccer in three days. They're going to start with Rollins on Friday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. You got to work on your British there. They, they, they call them matches. Their first match is going to be at 4.30 p.m. Well, you went from Roanoke, Alabama to Birmingham, England real quick there. I'm glad you reminded me about Roanoke because I have to explain why I signed off the way I did two weeks ago. You do. Okay. But anyway, Saturday, volleyball plays two more games. They got host Concord 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. And then um, my one of my favorite uh, schools, Indiana University of Pennsylvania. That's not Uwe Pooey, though, is it? That's Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, right? Yes. That's Uwe Pooey? Yep. Okay, so this isn't my favorite. This is just Uwe. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana University of Pennsylvania, 12 p.m. first serve on Saturday to wrap up the Concord Tournament. I've always been curious about the California University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Would that be Callop? Yeah, the Callop, yeah. The Callop Vulcans. Yeah, I've, I've always been curious about that one. I mean, it doesn't get any better than Uwe Pooey. Yeah. But we're not playing them. I thought when I saw that, I was like, wait, we're playing Uwe Pooey? But no, we're not. How many times do you think I could say ooey pooey on this podcast today? <laughs> the amount know. of times you've said it is too many. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Go it ahead. Sounds like you're cl- you're cleaning out your cat's litter box. <laughs> Sunday soccer, go. <laughs> so- soccer's still in Florida on Sunday. They're going to finish up with Embry Riddle, who's hosting this tournament, and they're going to start at 11 a.m. So a lot going on with the Wolves this week as we ramp up 
week two of the 2022-23 athletic year. Be sure to follow along all over the social medias and on uwgathletics.com. Absolutely. Look, the biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared, PBG, and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given them your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you aren't and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to, to uh, athletics through the University Development Office. Follow us online, uwgathletics.com, and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uwgathletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It is your game program in the palm of your hand. Make sure uh, this weekend there were trivia there were trivia that w- uh, went out on uh, volleyball and soccer. There'll be trivia this uh, this Thursday night, um, and then there'll be some uh, cross country trivia on Friday. All kind of cool stuff. Uh, show your st- show your stuff. Jared did. I did. Four for four. He went four for four in the soccer trivia. I was proud of him for that. Thanks. Um, if you like what you heard on this episode of What the How, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and a review, and if you do, we'll give you a shout-out right here on the show. Before we get too far into this outro, let me just explain my story. I apologize. Go ahead, take, Billy Take Roanoke. two minutes. So I was called Billy Roanoke during the summer, and the reason is because me and Jared, Jared and I, however you want to say it, went to the annual Gulf South Conference Sports Information Directors meeting. Is that correct? That's correct. We went to the conference, and there is a fellow sports information director who used to work for Alabama Huntsville. His name is Taylor, and we are really good friends now. But we went to dinner that night, and he saw my mustache. I have a mustache. I know this is an audio-only podcast. I do have a mustache. It looks just like Goose's from Top Gun, if you haven't seen me. Anyway... He asked me my reasoning for my mustache, and then he asked me where I was from, and I'm from Roanoke, Alabama. It's very small. And so he proceeded to call me Billy Roanoke for the rest of the trip. And so my top golf name is now Billy Roanoke. All of that checks out. All of that is true. It's 100% wow. true. It's not relevant to anything West Georgia Athletics other than we were on official business when we were there, but at least... Now everybody knows why you sign off as Billy Roanoke. Is that your new sign off or is that just a one time thing? It's my permanent sign off. Okay. Well, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to talk more West Georgia athletics. I am Jared Boggess. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And I'm Billy Roanoke, AKA PBG from the AOB. Uh, next week, you shall hear Jared say, You've been listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell?